We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this evening and very special occasion, our Christmas program. And Christmas is so special. And I want to read one verse from the book of Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 14. And this is what the prophet Isaiah said. And this was almost a thousand years before Jesus was born. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which we know that means God is with us. We know this prophecy came true. Jesus was born of a virgin, laid in a manger. And praise God, he didn't just stop there. He went all the way to the cross and died for us and rose from the dead. And he's alive. And I, I appreciate uh, Brother Barry and all the folks that's worked and all the young people that have a part in this Christmas play. And uh, there's some very touching things in this. So I want you to just give it some thought. Think about what Christmas really means to you. Think about what it can mean to you. And so I, I want to just offer a word of prayer here just in a moment, and then we'll turn over to the Christmas play uh, as we bow our heads in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to be in your house tonight. We thank you, God, for Christmas. Thank you, God, that you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten Son for us and to us. God, we pray for this Christmas program tonight that it might touch people's hearts, that it might cause us to think about just where we are and what our relationship is with Jesus Christ and to consider do we appreciate him enough and have we done what we're supposed to and are we doing what we're supposed to be doing for him after all that he's done for us. God, we ask you to help us and bless us and God, just watch over this Christmas play and use it, God, for your honor and glory. We ask you these things and give you these praises in Jesus' name and amen. Brother Barry. Here. Is it on now? How's that? Yeah, there we go. Is this thing on? Um, <clears throat> I'd like to thank everybody. This is just a, an amazing crowd. And uh, we really appreciate you being here. How many of these little kids tonight are going to put on a great Christmas play? Raise your hand. All right, good. I'm really, I really tried to pray about what I wanted to say when I got up here. And uh, Terry just turned it over to us. We're going to start to play real quick. But... The Christmas play is called A Christmas Homecoming, and my biggest thought going into the Christmas play and writing it was your, your life can be a gift to other people if you have the gift of Jesus Christ. Your life can be such an impact, and your life can have such an effect on somebody else's life if you humble yourself and get the true gift of Christmas, and that's Jesus. And what Terry said was right on the head, but it comes down to that personal experience, and how I know is because when I was a seven-year-old boy and Terry was preaching, God pricked my heart, and I came to an altar of repentance, and I repented, and, and I was just a little boy. So the thing about this, this play is, is not the execution, and it's not the sound. It's, it's not 
how enthralled someone is by something we say, sing, or do. The point of the play is very simple. Jesus is real. He was born. And we all need him. Every one of us. So, um, if you'll silence your cell phones... That's, that's good to have some comedy in there. I appreciate that. that was a great time. Thank you, Lord. Uh, all right, so we're going to get started. I'm going to have the boys come up here who start this out. You are going to see a few of the little fellas and a few of the little gals play different characters in our church. Now, they change, so just have your mind ready to switch gears. And um, thank you to everyone who helped. Thank you to such a supportive church, and thank you to the kids for putting up with me. And we'll go ahead and get started. I think they're anxious. No. All right. Don't start until I tell you, though, okay? So this is it. Uh, Lima Missionary Baptist Church Christmas Play 2023, A Christmas Homecoming. One year, homecoming got canceled due to reasons beyond our control. So some of the men of the church were discussing that and other things. Pastor Terry said, First thing is what to do, fellas. What to do about the potholes in the driveway. Mike Nichols spoke up right away. Don't worry about it. I'll fix those potholes. Already called the stone quarry. <laughs> then Bill Thompson spoke up. Well, let us pay for your time and trouble. But you know Mike Nichols. <laughs> then Pastor Terry brought up another problem. Thank you, Mike. Also, the electrical is cutting off to the kitchen. Any suggestions? Brother Vince Shy didn't hesitate. Already taking care of that, Brother Terry. We'll take care of that tomorrow. To which Bill Thompson replied. <laughs> what? Well... <laughs> <laughs> To which Bill Thompson replied, Well, let us pay for your time and trouble. To which Vince answered, Don't you worry. If we'll take care of it. It takes every dime the church has. <laughs> That's just a joke. Pastor Terry then asked about a big problem. Also, what do you want to do since our homecoming got canceled? Have it later or wait a whole year? Brother Blaine Brock had a solution. He said, We're all together at Christmas anyway. Why not have a Christmas homecoming? Hmm. To which Carl Adkins answered very happily, Boy, I don't know about you fellas, but that sounds good to me. But that's just me. Then, with all heads nodding, Brother Ryan Carter said, <laughs> That'll work. So it was decided after by the whole church to have a Christmas homecoming. So Christmas homecoming day came, and in came the food. Eileen and Kathy, the Carter twins, brought in some sweets. Say hi. Go to the mic and say hi. Hi. 
Sister Lynn Wilder was helping as always. Right over here at the desserts. Ron, did you take a bite out of this? Sister Irene Blake was bringing in the dumplings. I'll take those for you. Thank you. Hey guys, her dumplings are the first metal pot on the second table. Yes! Sister Irene Golden baked a little. Only 17 pies in the casserole. And Mike Nichols brought his wings. I made extra because it's Christmas. After all the food was brought in, they all gathered in the church and had a wonderful service. After the first service was over, Pastor Terry said, Kendrick, you go too. for our preaching, brother. <laughs> and that wonderful message. And thank God for Christmas and our Savior. Before we eat, Brother Bill, would you say the blessing over the meal? Go right up there, Cal. Good job, buddy. Dear all-wise and gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for our Savior born at Christmas so we can be born again, and thank you for the food. Amen. So everyone went in to eat and fellowship. Then all of a sudden, Linda Brock heard a very loud ruckus. chocolate was good. Uh-oh, looks like Gary Cox got into the chocolate. <laughs> Brother Doug Thompson always played wonderful videos of past church services, and there are sweet memories of loved ones who've gone home. Sister Linda Brock said, It's Vic Jordan in the video. Right up there, buddy. A little oh, sleep. Just sleep in a lettuce on the social politico. Good job. There's Rose Hall. Really loud. Kenny, you follow the rule. <laughs> and Grandpa Farmer. Let's pray this next year is our very best. There's Rowena. What? <laughs> and there's Homer.
True. <laughs> and there's Clifford. If a man's able to get to church, then he's able to get to work. You want to say it again? Say it straight. No. Hey, Clay, Clay. No, okay. <laughs> oh my, it's Minnie Newport. He saved me, he saved me. How happy I am. There's Irene Neal. Thank God for my Christian home. And look, there's Charlie Bowen. I ran to the altar, and, and now I know what Christmas is really about. He saved me, he did, he did, he really did. Then, Brother Terry Brock regretfully said, Sandy Bowen, did you see Charlie on the video? To which Sandy replied, Oh no, Terry, I'm blind, remember? <laughs> Linda had a suggestion for Terry. How about some chicken, Terry? <laughs> then Sandy said, But I do remember Charlie and all those folks were a gift to us because they knew the real Christmas gift, Jesus. Then, Loving Becky Brock said to Terry, Hey, Terry, there's a deaf guy over there. You want to ask him if he heard it? <laughs> With the meal done, Jeannie Lau started to clean up, and of course, Roy Lau helped. Want a can? Two cans? Three cans? That's almost a quarter. Abel, Abel, give her the mic. second service started and Pastor Terry asked Jeremy Martin to open up. I'm thankful for... Wait, back up, back up a little bit from the mic. There you go. Say it good and loud. Go ahead. I'm thankful for, for the sale. I'm thankful for Christmas. I sure do love my church. Now we're going over the Taylor Hammer and the choir.
Say page 57. Right there's a book for you. Say page 57, 57. Page 57, page 57. <laughs> you guys ready? Everybody look at me. Here we go. As she often does, Sister Joyce Mason testified from the choir. God was, God was willing to give us Jesus at Christmas so we could have that amazing grace, and someday I'll be with him, and I thank God for that. And then many others began to testify. Go ahead, Vincent. Jesus is king. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my rock. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the lie. Hazel, or Alice, sorry. Jesus is the light. I'm sure of going after God. Oh. <laughs> Did Jesus came to save him. Jesus is God's Christmas gift to us. Jesus is my best friend. Wise men seek Jesus. Sin as 
white as snow. Jesus is my fortress. Ready, guys? Look at me. I want Pastor Terry Brock continued the service. It's the middle of six. Any songs or testimonies before we hear our visiting preacher again this Christmas homecoming? Then Linda Stringfield testified. chest I have to testify I just thank God for letting me have my most precious Christmas gift his son Jesus and I was wondering if Barry and the and the Sunday school choir would sing Jesus loves me and if the whole church would sing with them you look to me. I like you too, but my mom said you're too old for me. Okay, Kai, tell him. Who's supposed to look at? Can you guys point at Sorry. Here we go. Bethlehem poor little town Yet known the whole world around Because of Jesus being born There on that first Christmas morn Someday God will call to you To know His Son Jesus too, oh what a Christmas that would be If you could say praise God, he saved me Everybody. Yeah. Yes, Jesus loves me
go. Anyone else before we turn it over to our good preacher? Roger Carter has something. Don't worry, I don't have a song. Christmas is so special. God gave us his son, and God gave me a word. I like the definition of words, and the word is Savior. Here it is, Savior. A person who saves someone from danger and who is regarded as a religious figure. And listen to this. God or Jesus Christ as the redeemer of sin and saver of souls. God saved me from danger, hell. By sending us his son, Christmas, who died for our sins so we could be together with him in heaven. A homecoming. You need to be saved so you can go too, Brother Terry. Thank God for that. Now's a good time to turn it over to our preaching brother. <laughs> it's good to be here. I have really enjoyed this Christmas homecoming. This might surprise you, but I'm not going to preach. Thank God. But, re- but reading the Christmas story seems appropriate. We know about Jesus, the man, the son of David. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. He brought Lazarus back to life and a young girl back to life. He made the blind to see. He made the deaf to hear. He made the lame to walk. (laughs) But most importantly, he had and has the power to forgive sin and save lost souls. Let's go back in time. Mary was told by an angel she would give birth to God's own son, Jesus. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, Mary said. And later Elizabeth would feel John the Baptist leap in her womb because Jesus was near and she rejoiced with Mary. Mary was to be Joseph's wife, but he rejected her privately maybe keeping her from being stoned. But an angel appeared 
to shepherds. Oh, and what an angel appears. That's all right. Go back and find your place, buddy. That's all right. Let us see. Mary and Joseph's wife, but he rejected her privately. But an angel told him in sleep there you go. that the child was Jesus, the Son of God. And Joseph took Mary to Bethlehem, and the Savior was born. Angels appeared to shepherds, telling them the good news, and to go find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. And a star appeared unto wise men. The wise men followed the star to find a child who was the king, priest, and sacrifice unto King Herod's, the land who wanted Jesus dead. But they never told Herod they found Jesus. This was the birth of Christ, our Redeemer. This is Christmas. So you could be saved, but only if you accept God's gift freely when God calls. And when you get saved, your life can be a gift to others because of Jesus. Who they at? I want to thank God for the Christmas program. I think it was wonderful. Let me mention a few points out of the Christmas program. We had some things we laughed about, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, even those things made a point. And I'm glad that Christians can have fun. You know, sometimes in the world, the devil tries to tell people, if you're going to be a Christian, you're going to go to church, and you're going to follow that, you can't have any more fun. That's a big lie. We had a lot of fun tonight. And God blesses his people not only to have fun, but to be happy. Then beyond that, we see the picture of the Christmas story. I'm glad that God did love us so much, John 3.16. Let me read a couple of verses. John 3.16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And this picture 
of people from the past and as they called on different ones and, and they came and they did their parts, that reminded me of a lot of people in my past that were light to me. They had Christ in their life and they showed him to me. And we still have people. I thank God for the church that we have right now. People that love God and are living for God. And I'm not going to be long, just about a minute, but I'd really like in just a little bit, I'd like for us to have, I'm going to ask everybody to stand up. Not yet, but in a minute. I'm going to ask everybody to stand up and I'm going to ask for a song. And when we have that song, we'll make an invitation. If you're here tonight and this has touched your heart and it's reminded you that you need to get saved, we're going to use these steps as an altar tonight. And if you'd like to come forth, and I know there's a big crowd here, that makes no difference. When God is touching your heart and when God's making you aware that you need to be born again, that's the time to seek the Lord. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Jesus really did come. He was born of a virgin, laid in a manger, but that wasn't the end of it. He went to Calvary and he died and he rose again and he's alive. And so I want everybody to stand. And uh, as uh, uh, the song leader comes, we appreciate him. And listen, listen tonight. And the uh, piano player's coming. I, I want you to think about this. If you're here tonight and you're not saved and God's gotten your attention, either tonight or in past nights and maybe it was a little while back and God touched your heart and perhaps it's reminded you of that tonight and you feel that need. I really need to get saved. I need to trust Jesus. I need to know him for myself. I need to have him as my Savior. I want to ask you to come. Sing whenever you get ready. I want to ask you to come. We'll bow down with you. We'll pray together. We'll pray together and God can answer prayers. We have a prayer answering God. If there's anyone here that would like to come, I beg you to come. Just obey the Lord. Obey what you feel in your heart. Nothing to be ashamed of. You don't have to make a speech in front of this crowd. If you're here tonight and you're not saved, you don't have to leave here not saved. If you're here tonight and you're not saved and you can feel that down inside, the need to be saved, come and let's pray. We can get right down here at the altar. Good place to pray. Plenty of room. And I really feel like God's inviting someone tonight. I believe he's asking you to come. I'd like to pray with you. Would you come and pray with me? You want to pray, honey? Okay, you got one who wants to pray. Let's just get right down here, honey. While I'm still praying with this one and there are others around praying with her and talking to her and with her. I still want to say to you, please come. Please obey the Lord. Thank God for this one that's come. How precious this is. And these little prayer warriors, how precious they are. But others, surely others need to come to Jesus tonight. Would you come right now? Come and let God do what needs to be done in your life and in your soul. Please come. The invitation's to everyone. 
God's the one that makes the invitation. I don't really make it, but God does. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Let God have His way in your life. Praise God tonight. Praise God for this one that's come. Praise God that He's calling. Thankful for that good song. Thank God for the play, for what it represented. Where are you at tonight? Where are you? If you're not saved, you need to get saved. And listen, if you are saved and you're not following Jesus, you need to get on track and help somebody. happened with you? I feel like I got saved. Amen. I hope you all feel like I got saved. Praise God. Thank the Lord for that. Now, uh, I know we're probably uh, not asking everybody here to come around and shake hands with her, uh, but at the same time, if you got it on your heart and want to, uh, making it so that you can. We want to sing another song and uh, family especially and close friends and, and if you feel like it in your heart, we're not trying to keep you from shaking hands, but we're just not demanding everybody come. But come around and shake hands with this precious soul who just got saved. And, and if you're here tonight and you need to get saved, please come. If you could hear and see and feel the happiness in this young lady, I believe you could, I could. If you could hear it and see it and feel it, it ought to make you want to do something for Jesus. While we sing, Come around and shake hands with her. Praise God. still to you if you're here you can come just come on
Anything God's got on your heart for you to do, do that. Obey the Lord.
I just feel like right now God's just blessed us so good and and especially with our young sister just getting saved, trusting Jesus as her Savior. Uh, I appreciate that just wonderfully. And I also appreciate the Christmas play and everybody that worked in it and everybody that participated in it. I think we'll just give some applause to everything. Got something else? I would like to say one more thing. Sure, come ahead. I can give you this one. Just, just okay, there we go. I don't know. It's this one. Okay, this one's on. Sorry to hold things up. That's all right. Um, I just wanted to say, as I was writing the play, I could have wrote something about so many different people and so many memories, and uh, it's such a blessing to go to a church like that. I could have included... I, you know, I was thinking about Ronnie Martin. I was so sad. I, I, you know, I wanted to say something about him or the different ones. And there's different ones from the, the past. And, um, but I thank God that our, our church has people like that that are, that are knowing Jesus. And, and uh, they're a light to us and they're a help to us. The other thing I would like to say is before we started, I didn't really say anything about our visitors. If you're a visitor here, we really appreciate you coming. But I have to point out. And you guys will know how special this is to me. My elementary teacher of music and her husband, who's just gone through a crazy medical ordeal, are both here tonight. It's Trina and Dean Brown, and they're in the back. If you'd raise your hands, guys. I love you being here, and I really appreciate you. She means so much to me, and so does he. All right. Now, anybody else got anything on your heart? I want to know, Carly, can help me pray for her, for her mom to come. Amen. Just, I'm just so thankful. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. That's a great testimony. Someone else? Anyone else? All right, I got uh, about ready to dismiss you. I've just been uh, kind of going back and forth. Uh, this is supposed to be our business meeting tonight. I'm just trying to decide whether to dismiss everybody who wants to go to the fellowship hall and have a business meeting or uh, call the church to order and ask to put it off a week. I think I'll just call the church to order and could I get a move in a second that we put business meeting off till next week? Got a move, move and say, everybody in the church, it's members, just raise your hand, amen. Okay, that, that does that. And so that way, uh, it wouldn't have took a long time to do business meeting, but it would have taken a, a, a big hunk out of the fellowship that we're going to have. And uh, I want a fellowship with our visitors, and uh, so I think that was worth putting business meeting off another week. Okay, some churches just had business meeting once a year. I don't think we could handle that. Anything else from anybody? Anything else?
All right. Uh, we ask Brother Mike Kessinger to pray a dismissal and ask a blessing on the food in the auditorium.